You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMS Cast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. Today I'm joined by a special guest, Kay PC. She's from slickbusiness.co. She's coming at us from across the pond. And uh, I've first heard about Kate, or I'm sorry, Kay, by uh, uh, from Melissa Love, who we just did a case study on. Go check that out on the Lifter LMS case studies page. But Kay is an expert in one of my favorite topics, which is marketing automation and active campaign. Welcome to the show, Kay. Thank you for inviting me on. It's a huge pleasure. <laughs> I like to have fun with my British guests. So the first question I wanted to ask you is, in marketing and sales, how are British buyers different from American buyers? Or how do we, how do we market differently or just think about that if we're selling internationally? Well, that's, I think that's a great question. It's actually something that Melissa basically had to beat me with a big stick about when I first started um, teaming up with Melissa and working on her um, automations and digital marketing uh, because I had to kind of relearn how to say stuff in a language that was more universally good and quality. That, that, so, so it has to be somewhere in the middle because the British, you know, if you, if, you, if you use an American spelling, some British people get really antsy about that. It can really alienate people. So I find myself actively avoiding words where there is an American spelling versus a British spelling. What's the example? Um, customize. Okay. <laughs> Customization, personalizations, which are words I need to use like all the time. <laughs> yeah. But I do avoid them if I'm doing something that's written because uh, for a British audience, it can be really jarring still to see an American spelling or color, for example. Color is another one. I think that one's not so bad because if you're working with people who are doing techie stuff, they're used to seeing it in the syntax. It's going to be spelt with the American uh, without the U. Um, so, yeah, I think I avoid controversial words That's oh awesome. and the, the hilarious stuff when you drop in some bit of idiom uh, like i refer to something as being a bit marmite which makes complete sense to a uk i have no idea what you're talking you about i have no idea what <laughs> <just> saying, <right>? <laughs> yeah <laughs> so if something's a bit marmite um you either love it or hate it okay uh, so marmite is like vegemite in australia so you could translate that into australian and say it's a bit vegemite which um, I, don't I don't know, know what, what that is either i don't know what that is either i don't know what the US equivalent someone can call in after the podcast and tell us what is the u.s equivalent of marmite and vegemite something you either absolutely love or absolutely hate and there is no middle ground it's probably v8 juice or whatever tomato juice or something but yeah, um <laughs> well Active Campaign is awesome. I love it. I switched to it from Infusionsoft about five years ago. Oh, In the Lifter LMS community, we usually recommend MailChimp for beginners, ConvertKit for intermediate, and Active mm -hmm. Campaign for advanced. And um, I just fell in love with Active Campaign a, a long time ago. And you have a free course called Accelerated Active Campaign. You can pick that up for free at slickbusiness.co. And uh, you'll find it there. What's in Accelerated Active Campaign, your free course? 
so this is a course that I put together and uh, primarily for people who were doing the two-week trial, but actually it's turned out to be enormously valuable to people who were already using ActiveCampaign as well. And just, and just real quick, for if you don't know, if you want to try ActiveCampaign, you can actually try it out full feature for free for two weeks. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. About. Yeah, and in that two-week trial, you get all the goodies, yeah. everything, <laughs> and wow, and that is enormous fun. But but it's an overwhelmingly large sandbox to go and play in. And what yeah. happens? I just saw it happen so many times, and it it was kind of a selfish move because what I get as a consultant in Active Campaign for courses and membership sites, I get people coming to me, and they're a year or two years down the line with Active Campaign, and their account is starting to eat them for breakfast because yeah. they have not built it in the the best practice structural way and that starts to cause them problems especially if they start growing and then they need to get someone to come in and untangle it and boy that is time consuming and it can slow down your business and it can really hamper your growth so selfishly my mission was to get fewer of those customers coming to me and more customers coming in who've got a lovely nice clean robust active campaign account set up in this way that makes it just so much easier to work with so that's where i was coming from we were also, with my work with Melissa, we also advise people, you know, what, what should they get? Should they get MailChimp? I don't say Mail, MailChimp anymore. I say MailerLite, actually. We've really okay. switched to that one. Um, and active campaign and people looking to get a head start or just to see if it's the right one for them. So I thought, right, okay, two-week trial. Let's do a speedy tour of active campaign. Um, I think I assumed you would have like half an hour a day over 10 working days. And I would take you straight to the best cookies in the jar and let you kick the tires of active campaign with guidance because when you go into this huge sandbox you know where do you even start in there you've got to get contacts in you don't even know what the difference is between an automation or a campaign email uh, there are confusion points um, and information that we give time and time and time again in the in the official facebook group for active campaign users which is a brilliant community by the way if you are an active campaign user and you're not an active campaign official on facebook get in there um it's the same things come up again and again and again so I was like, okay, so I'm going to put this together and it's going to have my own individual consultancy preferences. So I'm going to get people to make accounts the way I like to have them set up. So it's a bit devious really. Um, but it's going to help lots of people by showing them how to work in a much more robust way with Active Campaign and to get them a huge jump start. Or alternatively, people who are already using it to just get them to step back from their account a bit and look at, you know, what shape is this in? Am I taking advantage of the features that are available. Again, this is something I see time and time again in the group is people who have got active campaign, maybe they're on the plus plan even, not even the light plan, they're on plus plan and they're not using some of the most amazing killer features in there, which is sad. That makes me sad. Yeah. I, you know. Well, that's, a, that's amazing. And I just want to highlight three things you said there. One is that um, you're using a free course to better qualify prospects into your business. That's a super awesome way to use a course to be really efficient and streamline your mm. own like marketing and sales. I love that idea so that people come prepared and educated. And when you yeah. find yourself repeating yourself over and over oh. in a service business, 
um, there's often an, an opportunity for what I call a free course lead magnet there. So that's awesome. Definitely. And that was a huge part of my motivation for building it. Before it crystallized into the form it's taken now, it, it began as a sort of a, a stack of resources that I could direct my clients to because I had those same conversations with them so many times. Um, you know, oh, did you know there are safe responses? Did you know there's a Chrome extension you can do with this? And then showing them how to use it. So it just became really apparent that I needed this bank of resources anyway. And, you know, so, so I just sort of packaged it up a little bit differently. And, it, and it's been amazing. We've re- I've reached so many people with that that I was not able to reach before because there's only one of me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you can scale yourself with a free course. And I, I like what you said about you use the verb, which we can relate to in America called untangle. And yeah. I often see like yeah. uh, somebody who's untrained or doesn't really know what they're doing in marketing or marketing automation, especially, they create this like spaghetti mess that's all tangled up. Yeah. It's really overbuilt and over-engineered and it's painful. And I hate seeing somebody in that mess because they've spent so much time and they're trying hard, oh, but either I stuff's see. not hooked up correctly. Like what have you seen? What are some of the, the disasters? <laughs> I have seen some absolute doozies. Um, uh, my my biggest tangle was is it's, I'm going to say spaghetti junction, but you don't have that in the states. <laughs> I think mean. I know what that means, though. It's like a, tr- a traffic jam. Like, yeah, spaghetti yeah. junction. I think it's up near Birmingham somewhere, and it's this this crazy intersection of lots and lots of roads, and it's just <laughs> really tangled up like that. Yeah. And, um, I've had some accounts come in, I think there's two or three that have really stood out to me where it was just like that and, and it's reaching the point where the whole thing is going to just <laughs> devour the business because it right. can't work with it anymore. And especially if a business is trying to grow, if you can't articulate to someone what this system is meant to be doing and how it is doing it, you can't work on that system. You can't work within that system. So I would say probably a good 80 to 90% of the client consultation work that I do is untangling. And a lot of the time I do the untangling after someone's come to me and said, can you build this? And I look at their account and I'm like, I can, but not yet. You have to do the housekeeping first because we yeah. can't work in this environment. It's not healthy and it, and it will break. And that's what a true consultant does is they don't just say, yes, I'll build exactly what you want. They're like, yeah. hold on, we got to get prepare the environment for success here. And yeah, definitely. And I think that's so important for active campaigns. So I am with the, with the accelerated active campaign, I'm genuinely on a mission to help fewer businesses get into that situation in the first place, because it's such a shame. It's such a, a, a bad use of people's energy and time and all that's time they spend trying to learn it. And we can do that so much better, I think. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, just go over to slickbusiness.co, enroll in that free course. Even if you're not using active campaign, you're going to learn principles and ideas that are going to help yeah. you. And Kay is the real deal. She is listed on the active campaign website as a uh, certified partner or whatever it is, like a recommended service provider. Certified consultant, yeah. Certified consultant, which is awesome. I'm um, also one of the moderators in the Facebook official user group. They invited me to do that about a year ago. They have, uh, I think, about 10 invited users who they saw giving actively consistent, really solid help to users all over the planet um, and helping them get better at using active campaigns. So I was invited to be a moderator in the group, and, and that was lovely. That was a really nice invitation. And that's a pro tip for something else we talk about on this podcast is if you run an online community, sometimes your power users, helpers can help moderate and relieve some of that burden. And they'll, yeah. they'll do it 
Uh, because they love the product, they love the industry, but it also helps build their authority, potentially get leads and stuff Definitely. like that. Definitely. For me, it was a big step on the way to, to really owning the fact that I'm an expert in using Active Campaign with small businesses and specifically with courses and memberships. I, it took me a bit of a journey to get to the point where I was ready to sort of declaim that publicly. And them inviting me to do that was a huge uh, pat on the back and recognition for me. It meant yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, I want to talk about something interesting. I don't think we've ever talked about this on this show, this exact topic, which is one of the things that we see successful course sites like Melissa's Loves, the marketingfix.co, which Kay helped out on, is that there's often a team present. It's not a one person show or a one woman show or one man show. Um, so you help Melissa. Like Melissa didn't do it all by herself. And I have to ask you, like, my brain is wired more like yours as a marketing person and automation and a systems thinker and stuff like that than like Melissa, who's like, creative expert amazing designer like i mean I, I have some of those qualities definitely not on the design side but i'm more like you so what is the dynamic like when you're working with somebody like melissa like how does it play off each other and how do you how do you bring the value to the table i love that question that's such a good question um when I first started working with Melissa, I was really over, overawed, I think, by the skill set that she has. Um, in, and, and this happens, I think, with any course or membership provider that I'm working with, because they are always going to be more expert in their thing, their subject. And the topic. That's how yeah. it should be, right? Yeah. So one of the things I love about the work that I do is we have to do this really nimble relationship building and find ways of working with people from very different industries, but what they're all bringing to the table is their subject matter expertise, their absolute knowledge and confidence and power in that environment. I see my role as to facilitate them to be able to do that much more quickly, much more effectively, and to improve their experience as a business owner as well as their, their, the experience of their learners. So um, I think one of the reasons that that dynamic works really well between Melissa and I particularly, which is the relationship that enabled me to grow into this role that I'm doing now, is that we both come from a teaching background, historically. Okay. We both started as teachers. Um, I was a teacher of mathematics and, and then went into e-learning and taught choir for a while. You know, the, the teaching is the thing that underlies everything. Does that mean like a, a, a willingness and an openness to learn or what do you mean by that? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's both. I think it's understanding or being willing to really examine and scrutinize how your learners learn because, mm -hmm. of course, that really changes across the industries and the, and the membership space is so brilliantly diverse. The way that learners consume knowledge across those industries is, is fascinating in its breadth. So you've got to be willing to step into the industry and think, okay, now I'm looking at, you know, 11 year olds who are studying for an exam. How do we make this better as an experience for them? As opposed to small business owners trying to learn to do their marketing with Melissa, you know, what works? And I think that willing to be flexible, nimble and responsive is, is just enormously important. And so, yeah, Melissa as a, a very long-standing person that I work with, we have these wonderfully open conversations of bouncing ideas off each other. And I'm coming at it from a techie angle of, well, hey, did you think about we could use this tool to do this thing and deliver this and make it easier? And she's coming at it from, a, um, I've got all this amazing content and I want to get it to all of them, but we've got to do it in a manageable, consumable way. Um, but it's very fluid 
I think. And it, and for me, it varies enormously from client to client. That's awesome. What would, um, what would Melissa say or somebody like, like what's the big benefit of working with you? Like, and I know in British we're, we're humble and we're modest, but, um, like what's, (laughs) what is like, like what pressure do you relieve on an expert course creator membership site owner? Like what, what's the end result? No, I can answer this one. This is, is, I, I make the tech pain go away. Um, so they'll, what I often ask them to do is to say to me, what, what would this process look like to you ideally? Do some blue sky thinking. Tell me what you want this to look like from your customer end. So what should the student feel like? I always talk about feelings. What should it feel like for the student? And what should it feel like for you? Okay, mm-hmm. because if we know those two things, the bit where I come in is I can tell you exactly the process that will make that happen easiest, fastest, consistent, reliable, and within your budget. And I can build the tech to make that happen. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Step in. So awesome. yeah, so that it can take all sorts of different forms. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't just work with active campaign. I work with Airtable a lot, actually as a partner application to active campaign. That is a super, super tool for small business. Um, and often, um, when I have conversations with clients, we're, we're jigsawing in all sorts of other uh, useful bits of tech to meet the business need. Um, so it's that knowledge of the landscape of the tech that's available as well. What does Airtable do? Oh, do you know Airtable already? I do not. You don't know Airtable? Oh, Chris. <laughs> Airtable <laughs> yeah. is... <laughs> Airtable is like my second favorite piece of tech um, okay. after Active Campaign. Active Campaign is my first love, but Airtable has come right up in the mix. So Airtable is a database app. It is free to use um, for many, many purposes. There is a pro-level plan um, that you can notch up to if you need, but my goodness, it's incredibly capable on the free level. And it's like uh, a, a beautiful user-friendly interface to do relational databases. It's online, collaborative, and pretty much anyone can use it. Um, and if you like, I can give you a brilliant example of how we've just used it in our community. Sure. Um, in response to the COVID-19 outbreak, we have built a responsive, fast, free collaborative Airtable database to manage the community support delivery and need in our community. And that has, that's now rolling out to all sorts of other community groups because you can also share databases really, really easily and say, right, here's the model we used, go take that, run with it. So um, I'm a huge fan of Airtable anyway. And right now in, in this particular time of, of uh, what's happening, it's even more useful. And actually they've just unlocked the pro plan for anyone who's using it in that context they're giving that away as well coming back however to how small businesses use it that's okay um yeah active campaign and many other crms are incredible at managing single contact what they're often not very good at managing is one to many relationships or many to many relationships Um, and a really good example of that is one of my clients who teaches uh children in tutor groups and in the tutor groups uh, of course one parent can have many children Uh, so the email address belongs to the parent but that parent may have many children and those many children will be doing many many things i think at the moment on that client we have like 90 data points on every student that they teach active campaign is going to struggle to do that and to handle that information to aggregate and crunch the numbers on that it's not built for it but if you tie up active campaign to Airtable, wow, 
now you've got incredible superpowers unleashed. And for that client right now, we are scrambling to just accelerate her plan, which was to get into Lifter and deliver that content online. Thank goodness we had Lifter in place already. We are this week working on connecting all of those three things together to make our super mighty uh, remote learning system come together. Um, it's like a dream team. Wow, that's that's amazing. Let's let's pivot to the um, like a beginner who's coming into Active Campaign and. Even if you're using something else, this is still going to be valuable. But if you were to give somebody a piece of advice on what to focus on, they've got a course or a membership site, what are, where should we start with ActiveCampaign? What are the key automations we should build or what should we do to build our email list? Like, What is the 5% of the tool and the strategies that we should get started with and ignore everything else for now? Okay. Um. There's a lot I could cover in that. I'm just thinking where to focus that. Uh, I think if we're talking about who's someone who's just coming into that space. Yeah, new course all, creator. Talk, yeah, new course creator. Okay, so I would say if you're coming into active campaign, my first and most important piece of advice is you should never have more than five lists. Do not go down the least the lists rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, use your lists very sparingly. Tags are great. Custom fields are even better. Okay, so in different roles, you need to think about how you're going to structure your account. One really strong way to use uh, tags in a course environment is that if a student is enrolled on a course, they should have the course tag. The course tag, if it's on, they're on the course. If the tag isn't there, they're not on the course. Nice and simple. Um, So uh, let me think of an example then of how I would use it for starting. Let's say you're trying to build up your audience. And we can use my accelerated active campaign course as an example, because really, essentially, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm building up an audience so that one day I can launch my amazing membership of how to do active campaign with sheer and utter brilliance uh-huh. and dominate the world of courses and memberships. I'm working towards that right now. I don't have an audience because I've been piggybacking on Melissa's audience for a long time and I need to right. get my own. So I built my course in Lifter, obviously. I put together my videos. I did my course planning. Um, next thing is that I need a sign up on my site. So on my site, I have an opt-in, um, on a page. It's just an active campaign form embedded on the page. Really simple. Um, and if you're in WordPress, of course, you've got the active campaign plugin or you can use the embed. So you would need to learn how to build a simple form. One of my top tips there is to make sure that your forms are capturing the lead source. If you can possibly do it, I've got some good strategies for that. It's a bit techie, so I won't go into that right now. Um, but if you can, if you can know when your leads come into Active Campaign, if you know where they came from, that's that's gold dust information for later on. So if you can get that right from the beginning, that's helpful. So someone enrolls on um, using an opt-in form. You just need their email. That's it. Nothing else. Then connecting that up so that they are automatically enrolled on a course. They get a lovely welcome email that tells them their username and their password and where to go to log in. And, they, and you, then you can have a follow-up sequence of some onboarding emails that help them work their way through that introductory free material. And you just give them a beautiful automated experience that they consume, can consume at any time without your intervention. Okay, so that's going to drive itself. You're then at liberty to scale that up and start telling people, hey, did you know I've got this amazing free course? You could run some Facebook ads driving some traffic to that. And you can scale that up without it having an impact on you and your time. And then you can then use that time to go develop the next thing. Okay. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I think uh, auto-enrollment from a simple opt-in is, is probably a, a great place to start. That's awesome. Now for the power user out there, um, if somebody's using uh, WooCommerce or Lifter LMS, what, how do you use WP Fusion? Because one of the things with Lifter is uh, we believe in community. So we promote and help people discover other products that integrate with our tool. We promote service professionals who can help the course creator. We're all about community. And one of the really standout community members in this online course membership site world on the software side is called WP Fusion. What do you like about it? How can course creators leverage it? Uh, now we're on another favorite topic of mine. I'm, <clears throat> I'm an enormous super fan of WP Fusion. Um, I owe Jack Arturo, who makes it, many, many drinks for helping me. Um, he's just amazingly responsive. So how do I use it with courses and memberships? Um, right, I'm going to summarize what WP Fusion does. First of all, it joins the dots between WordPress users and the contacts in your CRM. So in this case, Active Campaign. So let's assume we've got WooCommerce and Lifter and Active Campaign in play. WP Fusion enables you to have a dynamic sync synchronization between those WordPress users and your active campaign contacts. So an action that happens over here can become a tag or a list or an automation trigger over here and vice versa. It can go back the other way. So this is amazing. So this is where that opt-in thing works. If someone opts into active campaign, you give them a tag. WP Fusion can automatically and immediately enroll them onto exactly the course you want them to be on. And it can hide or show them things based on what tags they've had. You can synchronize all your fields. You can do your WooCommerce uh, product, all of it. Pretty much anything in WordPress can be fed into here. So it's this amazing two-way sync between the two things. Um, how you use it in your business is, uh, again, it's like a giant sandbox. You, you have to start with what you would like to happen, I think. What would I like this experience to look like and feel like? And then you can figure out how you can use Fusion to make that happen. It's, it's an incredibly versatile, amazing tool. I love that point of focus on the learner experience and the business needs and then focus on the tech to make it happen. Sometimes we get a little focused on like the tech, like active campaign, WordPress, whatever, but it's all yeah. about the experience and creating a business that can scale. Right. Yeah. I, I really agree with that. And it's something I bring my clients back to all the time. You have to start from, from the app, start from the end product and then you're reverse engineering. Basically you're working back towards, okay, well, what have I got in my toolkit already or what do I need to make that happen? And fusion WP fusion answers so many of those use cases. It's just ridiculously versatile. Um, and I have nothing but respect for, for Jack um, who will build, build on extra bits. If I find something, if, which doesn't happen yeah. very often, I find something I can't do with WP Fusion, I can ask Jack and, and he will very often come back with it in, in a couple of days time. Wow. It's that, a Facebook comment wrong. away. <laughs> yeah, so. genuinely. And, yeah. and that's, that's a love, you know, if someone's hesitating about uh, investing in WP Fusion, hesitate no more, just do it. Just do it. Solid points. And this is one of the things that really shows for some people, things like Teachable, Kajabi, Thinkific, Udemy, hosted LMS platforms are good. But when we start getting into these advanced use cases and customization and user experience design, this is where WordPress and the ecosystem and the open source and 
being able to leverage multiple tools working together through these uh, connections becomes super powerful. It's a totally different, it's like building a custom home versus being in an apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that versatility is so important for small businesses. Um, and every, everyone has their own vision of, of, and, and again, I'm going to come back to the learners. Learners are different for different things, different ages, different levels of tech experience, all those things. I mean, uh, Melissa's marketing fix site is a beautiful example of this. She set out to make it uh, feel like a mobile app and to feel so joyful and welcoming um, and effortless. And WP Fusion is doing a lot of the heavy lifting behind that site, uh, yeah. making sure that the that things are shown or not shown according to various rules that we set up. And one of the things I really love about Fusion is that you don't need to be a, a super techie automation geek to be able to work it. Once you understand the principles of it, it's very surfaceable. It's really uh, comprehensible for a business owner to use. You know, I can set some stuff up for them and then I can hand it off and they can go tweak it and work with it as, as much as they want because it makes sense. It's, yeah. it's intuitive. If the tag is on, they should be able to see this thing. If the tag is not on, they should not be able to see this thing. We can all understand that. Okay. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if someone buys this product, I want them to have this tag. And yeah. If they change the field i want it to get updated in active campaign and it's all on the surface right so you can actually work with it even though you're not a techie so this is great for small businesses and, and the courses and membership guys because it means they're not tied to having a developer or a coder yeah. they can see what's happening they can keep track of what's happening and they can change it when they need to at, you know at a moment's notice it's all just there and yeah that's that. all that's awesome it's like um it's democratized in WordPress. Everybody's democratizing everything. So we're right here. What we're talking about is the democratization of marketing automation. And that's, yeah. that's super cool. And totally like once you learn the basics, it opens up a world of possibilities. No yes. developer required. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to understand it. So I wanted to ask the expert, uh, what are the differences between tags and custom fields? I had a hard time really wrapping my brain around this. Like, what okay. can you help the listener really understand? We have email lists and then we have contacts and they can have tags and fields. What's the difference? Okay, so this is one of the things that I cover in that accelerated active campaign course. So if you want okay. more on this, that's a good place to go because then I've got some diagrams and some wavy hands that help <laughs> uh, articulate it because sometimes it's easier with examples. And I've got lots of examples in there as well. Yeah. Um, to summarize, a tag is a binary thing. It can be on or it can be off. That's it, okay? Whereas a custom field is a data point that can have a range of values. It, can, it contains value and information. So it's a much richer piece of information. Like a zip code. At least yeah, that's, what, that's what we call it in the US. What do you, do you guys call it that? Postcode? Postcode. Okay, Postcode. yeah. You need yeah. a translator. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so in some cases, it's really obvious that you're going to need a custom field. If you want to record someone's postcode, you're not going to give all of them a different tag because your tag list is going to be <laughs> out of control. You know, an active account, an active campaign account with more than maybe 50 or 100 tags has probably got too many tags. Not always, but probably. Okay. So if it's something that has an enormous range of data that could be included in it, of values, it's going to be a custom field almost certainly. Um, but in some cases, something that looks like it might be a custom field is actually better as a tag and vice versa. Often it depends on the use case. 
Um, again, I'm going to come back to WP Fusion because WP Fusion works a lot on whether the tag is present or not present. So if you're trying to control something in your lifter environment based on this data point, it, if you're using Fusion, it may well need to be a tag. So sometimes you have a custom field that needs to also be a tag or, or sometimes get turned into a tag to be used. But broadly speaking, fewer tags is better, okay? Uh, and they can be on or off. That's it. And you can't search within tag values either. And that's a limitation. So, for example, um, if you had a, a whole load of products who belong to a certain category and you were tagging those products with an individual tag each that said the category name and then the product name, but that's a single tag, right? What you can't do is then go and say, I want to find me all the things that have any of those tags on that contain that string. That's hard. Yeah. Okay. So you would want to put that information in a custom field because then you can say, I want all the custom fields that contain business course string. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's not, it's a really hard, it's a hard question to answer in a really universal way because I think it depends so much on the individual business, but broadly speaking tags on or off, no more than about 50, or it's going to get really unmanageable. The tags are like a surface thing. You can tell a story looking at the tags on a contact. They're right on the surface in Active Campaign. It's really easy to see them. It's easy to count them. Uh, it's easy to segment by, you know, show me all the contacts you have. This tag, really, really easy. Um, but when you start to get too many of them, it gets really cluttered. So they're to be used judiciously. All right. That's great. I thank you for taking us to school. That's uh, that's super helpful. I understand that. I'm better sure now. I said it better in my accelerated active campaign course. <laughs> well, go if you're watching this or listening to this. Go to slickbusiness.co. Get yourself do yourself a favor and get yourself in that course. Mm -hmm. And Kay, I want to just dive into your story a little bit. How does a teacher go to this active campaign marketing automation WordPress specialist advisor tech advisor? type person. I feel like sometimes I see people get into WordPress and then they just kind of go down this whole rabbit hole and become like the WordPress power user. You've done that with marketing automation and active campaign coming from the ordinary world of being a teacher. How did that happen? Um, okay. Uh, I'll give you the medium length version. Um, okay. So I started out, I trained as a teacher. I've always been a person who likes to teach. I get a yeah. kick out of that light bulb moment. And that's the driving thing that goes through everything I've ever done. I like that. I'm good at it. Great. Let's carry on doing that. So I've gone through maths teaching. I was in the Open University as a teacher, as a tutor on one of their courses about the origin of the internet. I did distance learning for the NHS. So, you know, in the early days of e-learning, I was, I was in that sort of environment then. And then I had this big hiatus where uh, two big things happened in my life. I had children and I also developed quite a significant physical disability that meant I couldn't do physical teaching anymore. So now, um, I'm sort of out of the workplace for a while. I carried on teaching during that to a degree by running a community choir. So again, teaching, you know, getting that light bulb moment of, and that, that kick that you get from sharing something that you're passionate about and amazing, that, that moment of sharing that with someone and having them twig. Okay. So that carried on all the way through. Um, and then by the time I'd got through a whole lot of heavy duty orthopedic surgeries, uh, which was not an easy time at all. Um, here I was in Foy and Melissa Love um, 
and I have our kids at the same school and she was looking for someone to do some techie stuff for her and she'd been struggling to find someone who could work active campaign and Facebook ads. So naturally we're sitting around and she looks at me and says, do you fancy doing that? I'm like, yeah, okay, why not? I got nothing better to do. <laughs> Um, you know, I like spreadsheets and stuff. How hard can it be? Um, and at this time, Melissa knew nothing about my teaching background or any of it. So we just, we did, it was, it was really quite accidental to start off with, but it very quickly became apparent that this was a win. This was going to be a good thing for me to do. And I fell in love with active campaign and I use exactly that phrase because that's how it felt. I was like, Oh wow, this thing is incredible. Look what it can do. And before very much time had passed, we got to a point where I was bringing stuff to the table for Melissa and saying, okay, how, look, we can use this. Wow. Imagine if we use this in this context, what could we do with your business then? So then Melissa started introducing me to other people and saying, hmm, we want to go to this one. Um, and I was going, ah, no, 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 no. And I was really scared because I'd never done freelance consulting and I didn't see myself in that role at all. Um, Anyway, the, the short bit is that three years later, here we are, and I'm a certified active campaign consultant. I absolutely love it. Um, and specifically the integration side and with courses and memberships, that's my sweet spot because, um, because I'm a teacher. I get it. Um, and I love working with these subject matter experts in all these crazy niches that we have courses and memberships. Um, and I get real uh, joy from unlocking the potential that they have to share that with other people. What better? That is awesome. If you're listening to this, go to slickbusiness.co, get in KPC's accelerated active campaign course. I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom and, and experience with us. I totally get it now because I see this overlap of teacher and uh, you call yourself a tech puzzle solver and just your time in the trenches with active campaign and also really resonating with the um, you know, creative energy that the teachers you're working with have, it builds an incredible momentum, which is what education entrepreneurs need and getting the technology barriers out of the way and bringing the automation yeah. in, it's awesome. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's the bit that, that it excites me when you, when you can um, see what someone's trying to do and, and, and empower them to be able to do that. And not only just to do it, but then to be able to drive it for themselves going forward. So they're not then dependent on someone who's, who's coding behind the scenes. It's to do it in a way that is transparent and understandable for the business owner so that they can take that and grow independently as well. I don't believe in tying people to a consultant. I don't think that's the right thing to do for small businesses. And that's another, you know, hat tip to you for being a teacher is I'm sure you're, you're packaging your knowledge of like, hey, this is how you use WP Fusion. You know, you're not building a black box. You're empowering an education entrepreneur, which is definitely, awesome. definitely, if nothing else, because there is a, there is a skill shortage of people who really do understand and can build well with active campaign. I'm not saying that to blow my own trumpet. I just I just know that there are a lot of people looking for people to build stuff with this and it's hard to find them right now. Um, I'm sure it will grow over time, but right now it's tricky to find them. So it would be irresponsible to tie people in, I think. Totally. Well, KPC, she's at slickbusiness.co. Thanks for coming on the show. Is there anywhere else people can connect with you? 
uh, I am to be found in the Active Campaign official Facebook group. Um, I lurk in there and watch out for questions. So that's a nice place to connect. Um, I'm also in, in Melissa Love's Design Space Lounge. Um, at some point, I will have my own Facebook group, but right now I have <laughs> other priorities. <laughs> um, so, yeah, website um, and Facebook, I would say. Well, thank you so much. It's awesome to get into this with you today. And uh, we'll have to do this again sometime for sure. Cool. Thanks for inviting me on, Chris. Much appreciated. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS, the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue freedom, and impact in your life, head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet. Mm -hmm.